Hello, good afternoon. Welcome to another session of Bible Study with Mac and Cheese Podcast.com. I am Mac Ruby McClellan, and cheese is the word of God. Let us pray. This will be a short prayer. Father, we thank you for giving us a listening ear. Uh, thank each listener that has tuned in to Mac and Cheese Podcast. We are grateful and we pray that each one will receive a special blessing from you. And God, we ask that you give us understanding of your word. Reveal yourself to your people. And if any man have an ear, let him hear. Well, we thank God for being able to be back in your presence again. And so grateful that God has chosen us to um, do a podcast. And sometimes we run into opposition, you know, um, I had someone tell me that it was boring to them and and it put them to sleep. Well, maybe they don't have a ear to hear. And I pray for them, but I still have to do what God told me to do. And I thank him for choosing me. He knew me inside and out before he ever called. Praise God. Well, we were talking to you about... Uh, the 13th chapter of Revelation, and it begins to describe the Antichrist and about the heads and the ones that were wounded and different things. And so we had got all the way up to Revelations 13 and 3, and we had found out that uh, Satan has an unholy trinity the same way that God has a trinity. You know, it's God, Jesus, and the Holy Ghost. And Satan has one also. It's Satan, the Antichrist, and the false prophet. And I don't think you want to run into any one of those. The good thing about when the Antichrist comes in power and Satan just takes over the world just almost completely. But he has restraints. God still keeps him in a little box. and But he has more power and more authority during this time. All the saints have been called home and left in the rapture, and without the restraint of the Holy Ghost in the world, everything is thrown into a chaos. Uh, this 13th chapter is in the last half of the tribulation period, and it's called the Great Tribulation. In other words, the Antichrist has been playing the cool guy. And after that 
three and a half years, his personality comes out big time. And he is, he don't care what you think, uh, how rapid things are running. And I told you last time that it'll be something comparable, but larger and bigger with more authority and power than our Congress in D.C., where we have a uh, Speaker of the House, I believe his name is uh, McCarthy, and then we have representatives from each state, but it'll be representatives from each country, and they will have elected or selected this person to lead the whole world. It'll be called one world government. And he will go forth. He's charismatic. He's good looking. But I heard that he didn't care nothing about women. So <laughs> it um and he has a speaking voice. I guess he has a, a a tone that just soothes people. And he he's very smart. He figured out a way to stop countries from uh, seeking war and being greedy and fighting and he presented himself and they elected him to be the head. And once he gets there, he becomes a horrible dictator. A horrible, after those three and a half years. They've given him so much power. And the Antichrist is embodied by Satan. In other words, Satan just takes completely over. Completely over. And he always wanted to rule the world. And he wanted people to worship him. And so he knows that his time is short. And so he's going to get his worship in some way, somehow. And we had gotten up to the third chapter, and I'll read that third verse, I mean, 13th chapter and the third verse. And I saw John is having a vision, and I saw one of his heads as it were wounded to death, and his deadly wound was healed, and all the world wondered after the beast. So he's doing something I guess we could compare when Jesus Christ was hung on the cross and died and he was resurrected. But, but this is Satan and his head was wounded. That's not Satan working through the Antichrist and somehow he's been resurrected. 
and uh, apparently he had been uh, apparent death of the Antichrist himself and the healing you could he visible the healing of the wound, the resurrection of the Antichrist. His deadly wound was healed. And this statement really could refer to one of the kingdoms that was destroyed and revived. You know, there'll be countries that will be participating in this Congress of people. I don't I don't know right now what they would be calling it, but uh, we know that it could be the Roman Empire and coming back resurrected itself and coming back to life. And we understand that this is a fake death and um, resurrection is being enact, enacted by the Antichrist. And of course, he's a liar. And this is his uh, one of his lying deceptions. He tends to believe it to be the decline and apparent disappearance of the old Roman Empire, then the revival of the new Roman Empire. The world is just sitting in wonder. They call um, the Bible calls him a beast. People in the world will be astonished and fascinated when the Antichrist appears to rise from the dead. His his charisma, brilliance, and attractiveness will delude, and his deluding power will cause the world to follow him unquestionably. Without the Holy Ghost, people won't have a restraint against him. They won't be able to resist him. And without knowledge of the Bible, they won't know. So it's important for us to get this in now. I pray that no one that's listening will still be on the earth at this time because things will be horrible. Revelation 13 and 4, it says, they and they worship the dragon, the Antichrist, which gave power unto the beast, and they worship the beast, saying, Who is like unto the beast? And who is able to make war with him? So he comes on real powerful now. Has no restraints. This confirms the absolute power that Satan will have over the world at this time. No one else will be able to stop the rise of the beast to world dominance. Things will be horrible. 
Revelation 13 and 6 reads, And he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God to blaspheme his name and his tabernacle and them that dwell in heaven. Now, the people that's here on earth, something should spark them to realize that this is ungodly with this man blaspheming God. He was given a mouth to utter proud words and blasphemy and to exercise his authority for 42 months. Three and a half years isn't really a long time, but if you're being mistreated and things aren't going well, it can seem forever. And all they have to do is pass some kind of law the way they do now to change the whole course of life. Me, myself, being a senior citizen, Washington, D.C. can pass a law overnight and, and you don't even know that they were discussing it and it will change the whole course of uh, Social Security, all the benefits that uh, you receive when you retire. It just changes, can change everything overnight. And these people will realize what's happening when they have to, can't even buy food and stuff like that. Just change things overnight. Whatever he goes to sleep and, and dream that it will be horrible to disturb uh, the homes, to keep people upset and quarreling, it will happen during this time. Revelation 13 and 7 says, And it was given unto him to make war with the saints. I can't believe that there's still any of them here. And to overcome them, and power was given him over all kindreds and tongues and nations. The Antichrist will be allowed to massacre those who are God's children. And if that should happen, and you're still here, and I'm saying the people of the world that have changed their life and they decided that this person is not godly, if they change their mind and switch to God, if they want to kill you, let them kill you because when once you are dead, you will wake up in heaven. And you won't have to go through all this rigmarole. The wrath begins immediately after the rapture of the church. And I have mentioned before and will state here again that the word rapture is not found in the Bible. It is just a short way of saying the catching away or the snatching away of the believers into heaven. And that's going to be a mystery too because I used to think that 
maybe a bomb or something would wipe out that many people at one time. But how can you bomb the whole world? Got to be something left for people to live, places to live. Um, maybe earthquakes to swallow them up wherever they're at because it's, it's, it's going to be in other countries besides the United States. There are Christians everywhere. Number 13 and 8 says, And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him whose names are not, and I reiterate that, are not written in the book of life of the Lamb, slain from the foundation of the world. And that's important, from the foundations of the world. According to God's eternal electing purpose before creation, the death of Christ sealed the redemption of the elect forever. Antichrist can never take away the salvation of the elect. In other words, if you repented, wow, gave your life to Christ, told him that you were sorry, asked him to take away your sins, he cleansed you. He cleansed you and he gave you grace. He forgave you. He uh, accepted you and loved you. And no Antichrist can take that away from you. The saved in Christ don't have to worry about the Antichrist. And, and I pray that you don't get mixed up in a crowd and influenced by anybody. If once your name, well, God got the book of life and our name was written in it before we ever came to the earth. The Lord Jesus who died to purchase the salvation of those whom God had chosen was fulfilling an eternal plan. God had this plan in place before the foundations of the earth. That's a whole nother subject. And we're going to talk about it on next time. We don't want to be too long. I guess I could read uh, Revelation because it's just one more in this section. Revelations 13 and 9. And I kind of started out with this. It says, if any man have an ear, let him hear. This phrase omit what the Spirit says to the churches as in the seven letters that was given to the uh, seven churches. And if you hear me, you'll hear that this is a warning. Don't let this go in one ear and come out the other. But take heed to this warning. 
This is emphasizing a truth. If you hear it and you're not sure of your salvation or not sure that if you die tonight, you go to heaven, repent. Tell God you're sorry. And and uh, even if you tell him you don't know what to do, you don't know how to get out of the situation that you're in, let him do the rest. That's how powerful the Holy Ghost is. He can switch your mind from uh, give you a whole new outlook on life, give you a changed life. He can get you out of any situation and you're in. All you have to do is take that first step to start repenting. I'm going to go ahead and cut off here. Truly, I enjoy talking to you, asking that you pray much for me. And I want you to know that anytime you're snatching souls from the devil, he's angry. And he'll throw things in your pathway. But I got a God that covers me, and he covers me with the blood that his son shed on Calvary, and he'll cover you too. This is Mac and Cheese Podcast.com. Thank you for listening. You can go to our website. It's Mac and Cheese Podcast.com. And visit there. This is where these lessons are stored. Um, in October, we will have been on here two years. And um, I believe it's two years. But uh, they're stored on macandcheese.com. Macandcheesepodcast.com. And you can re-listen to them. They're also found on Facebook. They're found on Twitter. They're found on Lincoln. Le- I mean, not Lincoln. LinkedIn. They're also anywhere that you listen to your podcast. Thank you for listening. And I'll be looking for that support, that Support that you give me a prayer. Thank you, and I'll be praying for you. Goodbye.